Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on SiriusXM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in on this uh, Tiptoe Tuesday. It's your girl, Dice, checking in on this Tiptoe. So, yeah, it's time to tiptoe on into a new subject. Y'all mm. tiptoed into a new week. I know it was a little heavy for you yesterday, but hopefully... You woke up because you know we always say wake up, wake up. So <laughs> we know it's time. To, it's time. It's time to wake up. Listen, they've been hitting us off the hook, guys. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, <laughs> get into some of those DMs and emails this week. So no worries, we'll get into them. Um, we'll get into. <laughs> yeah, I'm just letting them just keep coming. I'm gonna let them come in so that way I know I got enough of all of them. So that way we can talk about it, you know, because uh, yeah. a lot of people that chimed in yesterday on that conversation we had on uh, standard in music, uh, standard, you know, just in general with us talking about the whole uh, song that Beyonce put out on her new project, Renaissance uh, Church Girls. And uh, what's a believer's response to that song by Beyonce Church Girls? And Dice uh, pretty much, uh, you know, spoke for, you know, a lot of the church girls. She knew. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I. I spoke all right and definitely to your point hopefully for a lot of the church girls some church girls that don't care but for those who did care hopefully I, you know I was a voice yesterday and and really just saying the things that God put on my heart concerning us focus I just think we don't speak up enough regardless if it's the popular idea or not you know we it's you know right and wrong it's not gonna always be very it's not gonna be popular all the time but we do need standards and, and we do need people who are not afraid to speak up and say, hmm, we can get better. We can get better in that area. So hopefully we continue to get better in that area. Hopefully we actually have some traction behind yesterday. Maybe someone will be willing to come on and, and go into a further explanation of what what in the world they thought they were they were doing. Um but yeah, we we don't like creativity in the kingdom. So I definitely hope that you know whoever heard that hopefully from whatever record label or who cares hope they understand like if y'all need some ideas let us know <laughs> listen uh we, we got a, a great real talk topic today dice well can you tell the people what, what we're gonna bless them on tiptoe tuesday yeah i want to talk about the blessing of awareness just being aware 
which I think is perfect rolling off of Monday and just, okay, like now, now let's talk about awareness because this is a skill you can learn. It's not something a lot of us are born with, obviously, but we can, we can learn a little bit about awareness and definitely we'll get into the, the, some word examples of it, but definitely just some things that you can do in your life to be more aware of what's going on in the room. You know, what, who's your audience? So we're going to touch on these different aspects of awareness and uh, hopefully they'll better help you navigate through life and maybe even pick up some blessings that you've been missing, you know, just because you were not aware. So tiptoe Tuesday. Absolutely. Listen, we also will be joined uh, today. We'll have an exclusive interview from a successful entrepreneur, author and radio host, uh, Ashley Monique. Uh, we got a chance to uh, talk with her about everything she has going on. And listen, she got a chance to share her faith story and just her walk and just her perspective on how she sees, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everything she's got going on right now. Listen, talked a little relationship talk to as well. So listen, that that interview going to be a little exclusive. Y'all definitely want to keep it locked for that. Right. Uh, listen, y'all, you know how we do it. Wake up, wake up with us. Um, we are praying for you guys to uh, get to work safe. If you got to go to work, if you're off today, mm-hmm. uh, this is your Sabbath. Get your rest. Come on uh, now. We pray that you woke up this morning and you gave God some time. I pray you had some devotion, some meditation time. Mm-hmm. And you want to go out and be great today, kings and queens. Listen, let's get into some music and uh, we're going to be right back. Let's get into uh, got music on the way, of course, by Maverick City and Kirk Franklin, uh, as well as some Otis Kemp some Derek Miner, uh, but right now we got Angie Rose, uh, Seven Chains. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You already know you tapped in with DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. And listen, Dice, you already know how we do it. You know, We love uh, these exclusive interviews when we get a chance to uh, talk with talented people, movers and shakers in the industry, um, you know, especially, you know, we talk about entrepreneurship, writers authors so yeah you know this is always something that we love to highlight uh, so listen um we'll get an opportunity right now to sit down with a talented uh author entrepreneur radio host and uh i'm pretty sure she's gonna share a lot more that she does with, with us too as well help us welcome in ashley monique how you doing sis i'm good how are you all is well all is well thank you for uh you know chopping it up with us today of course <laughs> so listen, uh, you know, off the top, um, let's talk a little bit about your faith first before we get into everything you got going on. Can you maybe share a little bit of your faith story, maybe how you develop your personal relationship with Christ first before we talk about all the dope stuff you do? Okay, so having a personal relationship with Christ is definitely important. Having that faith to be able to back you as an entrepreneur, back you as an author or any profession that you go into, you're going to have to have faith in God so that he can be able to push you to propel to another level. And it's not, it's nothing compared to having a personal relationship with God, like having that connectivity with him and being able to lean on him and be able to pull from him in the weakest times, having faith in God is definitely amazing and I sometimes don't think people realize how much they need God in their life to be able to be successful so he has definitely helped me and building a relationship with him is 100 as they say 100 not 100 but 100 <laughs> no that's awesome that's and I, I, I know 
especially after uh, looking at all the things that God has blessed you to be able to do in your life that you have been been walking with the Lord. And obviously, uh, he's been very proud of you because there are a lot of blessings that you have going on. Um, I, I, I want to know a little bit more about this nonprofit, though. You, you think you can share something with the listeners about that? I definitely can. So um, I have a nonprofit and it's called Change. And we work with underprivileged families. Uh, we do community mobilization, community-based education, mentoring, and we provide resources. So we try to tackle that family overall. We have a lot of youth that we're working with. We also have a, a back-to-school event that we have this Saturday coming up. Yay! Uh, we're going to be giving away school supplies, bikes, um, giveaways, free food, and things like that. We just have a passion to be able to help people overall. And I know one of my missions um, for all of my businesses is, is be able to help people grow holistically. Mm-hmm. And if I'm able to do that from whatever aspect, physically, financially, mentally, emotionally, just make you happy. Anything that I can do from a mental health standpoint, anything, I, I want to be able to do that because I, I often tell people that I want to die empty. And what that means is when I leave here, I want to be able to say that Ashley did everything she could before she left here. So I try to utilize my talents, my skills and my gifts in different areas. So being that community activist for people in the community, um, not being able to get the things that they need and being in poverty and being underprivileged. If I can give you some food, some clothes, some just some, some information in general. I'm with it. I love it. Go ahead, ahead, focus. Listen, you look, you inspire me. So talk about a little bit more about that. So where did that, where did that passion come from to help people? Like share a little bit of your, maybe your upbringing and how you got to a place to where you're not selfish. Cause I, I hear, I hear this a lot where a lot of people are, sometimes they have these resources and they hold them to themselves, but you're the exact opposite. You say you want to die empty. So, so at least take us back a little bit. And how did you get to this place to where now you want to share? You have all this information that you want to give to people. You're looking to inspire and encourage people to another level. Um, so I'm from the west side of Montgomery, Alabama. Don't know if you all are familiar with that, um, but that's not the best side or area in our city. And I was raised by a single mom. My grandmother had t- 10 children. So um, they didn't always have the best, but she did what she can do. Um, and so did my mom, raising children single. Um, that's definitely uh, kudos to her because that definitely can be a hard task. However, seeing the things that I saw growing up made me want more for myself, want more for my family. But it also made me sensitive and more empathetic to the people that were around me. Um, and how I really just got into the helping profession because I never thought I would go to college. Like, I remember graduating from high school and my mom saying, hey, you know, we're, we're about to enroll you in college. Like, you need to go to school. And for two years in college, I went to college and didn't have a major. I didn't even know what I wanted to do with my life. And I had a local advisor say, well, Ashley, what do you like to do? And I told him helping people. And he said, well, I think you need to go into the helping profession. And that is where my journey officially started. I worked for a nonprofit for over 10 years. Then I moved up to the administrative level, the state level, 
where I helped monitor 25 nonprofits in the whole state of Alabama that was funded through the Department of Mental Health. And I said, you know what? I have that information on the outreach side, in the community side, the nonprofit side. And I also have that administrative side, knowing what it takes to be able to get grants and implement those projects and being able to get funding and making sure the, the business properly runs. And I say, hey, I'm going to step out on that word faith Okay. If I don't pay with God and start my own nonprofit. Well, that's not all you started. Listen, uh, shout out to Montgomery. You're about an hour and a half away from where my grandfather is from. He's from Escambia County. And oh. Um, oh, for sure, all things all things good come from Alabama. So I was going to put that out there. Okay. Um, listen, you also uh, have, a, I think it's beautifully fav- favored a, a clothing line so you know i'm i got my own business too so i'm like I, come on tell us a little bit more about that what's the inspiration behind that brand um so the inspiration behind beautifully favored so i actually went through this period in my life where i had to lose weight and it's almost like i gained 30 pounds in a year and it, you could tell it all over my body, like my face was like a balloon and my belly was big. And people that know me now, they can't even imagine that I was at that point. But I looked totally different and it messed with my self-esteem really bad. So I wanted to come up with something for women to let them know, hey, you are beautifully favored. And we can wear certain things that we can be cost efficient with the clothing. So I came up with a workout line. I also want to come out with a men's workout line pretty soon. And that's going to be called Vogue by Beautifully Favored. So you all, you on the lookout, men. I'm coming for you. (laughs) But it's just to make women feel beautiful overall. I love it. Listen, you tuned into the fix. Uh, you're kicking it with DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, and listen, we got the talented Ashley Monique. We got to go to break. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. You tuned back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, army, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We're still talking with the super talented um, author, you know, uh, writer, just entrepreneur, just savvy, just listen, a heart of gold. Listen, she loved to love on the people, Ashley Monique. So listen, Ashley, I have to ask you. Um, you said something before we went to break. Um, you were inspired to start a clothing line that can help inspire women and. Men, um, because you were going through a journey in your life with losing weight and not feeling so good about yourself. Can you speak about the importance of, you know, you going through that and being able to still keep yourself, your mental health at a, at a good place and then keep your spiritual level at a good place to get you through that? Because a lot of people let that tear them down and, and keep them in a depressed state. But you overcame that. Yes. So one of my main things is I kind of questioned God when I was going through a lot of my life and even stemming like to the books. I'm not going to get into that, but I'm just saying like overall, I try to use everything that I go through as a lesson and I try to figure out why. So I really got the revelation that actually you do not go through things just so you can make it out alone and hold that information that you had to make it out. You need to share the tools that you utilize to grow and come up out of your situation and you need to help others. Um, so, yes, I definitely was going through a time where I felt low. My self-esteem was really low and being able to pull yourself up out of a depression is very hard. Um, and one of the things I do want to highlight with me being a mental health professional 
it is very important for us to get help if we're going through suicidal ideations, uh, depression, uh, any type of mental illness. It's okay to get help. I know people have these, I don't know, this mindset sometimes like, oh my goodness, it's embarrassing if I need a therapist or a counselor. But if you are going through something, please get the help that you need so that you can be a better you. And that's exactly what I did. I got the help that I needed to be a better me. And going through trying to lose weight, because I was always a slim girl. Like I've never had issues with weight. And then all of a sudden in one year, voila, my life just switched so it was different for me i had to turn over a new leaf i had to start living a healthier life i had to start exercising mm -hmm. it's a lot of things that i do not eat now that i don't incorporate into my diet and i've been maintaining this for a while now listen don't start talking about diet because focus is like those are cuss words around these parts <laughs> y'all keep, keep motivating me I, I'm, I'm not there yet but you got it we ain't doing on me yet pray for me no. Okay, we we praying over here. I mean, both of us, we are going through it. So uh, I appreciate you sharing about all of that. Like people need to hear this. I mean, you're a busy woman. You're doing so many things. Um, I mean, all across the board. I mean, end to end, diet, health. It's important. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. I mean, you're not going to be able to fulfill all these things or get to the end of the vision of all of this because of your health. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I, I want to know about this this book tour. I want to know about unbroken and brokenness and all things fixed and put back together. So can you come on? Give us give us a little something about this. Like I, I'm like, oh man, when is the tour coming to town? What 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 you got going on with this? Okay, so going to my books, um, going back to what I said earlier, then when I was questioning, like, why am I going through these things and it's time to be able to share and help other people? And that's exactly what I did. I've been trying to utilize as many avenues as possible to be able to do that. And my books are one of them. I actually have a book series, Reconnecting My Brokenness, Tips to Renew Your Minds. Mm -hmm. And it is a devotional series. I about to write a book, one book per year for four years, and I'm actually on the fourth year. So my fourth book comes out at the end of this year, and this will conclude the series. Now, I think I'm going to try a children's book after that, but let's go. Listen, don't hold me to it yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so going to the books, I tell a piece of my story at the beginning of each book, and they have different focuses. And also throughout the book, I provide uh, daily tips quotes, scriptures. I even provide sections in the books where individuals can journal because I don't want them to just read the information and that's it. Like I want you to be able to study. I want you to be able to take what you already know, take what you're reading and kind of jot down some things. I provide affirmations because I really don't know if everybody realizes that when you speak things into the atmosphere, they're more prone to happen. So when you're speaking negativity in the atmosphere and negative things are always happening for you what else do you expect so I do provide positive affirmations in the book so that you can speak those into the atmosphere so you can get some things moving and shaking in your life and then I also provide resources in the book for people who may be experiencing um, domestic violence or depression mm. or things like that you can get the help that you need that's wonderful 
Yeah, it is wonderful. Listen, you do so much. I, I got to ask, how do you balance everything? How do you balance, you know, the family, you know, your mental health clinician, you, you're writing books, um, you know, you do a little radio. Uh, how do you balance everything? Like, what does that look like in a regular day for you balancing everything? Are you married? Do you have kids? You know, you know what, what are you what are you looking to do, you know, within the next five years? Oh, that's a loaded question right now. <laughs> um, so me, <laughs> you hit me with one right now. <laughs> okay, so first of all, having self-care is very, very important. Like you got to get your own self-care plan going. And that's making sure you work out, making sure you get enough rest and make sure you exercise. And even like some nicer things like have, get a massage, get your nails done and fun things as well. Social participation. Um, I'm a behavioral coach and I see many clients every week. And one of the things I have to stress to them too is social participation. Like we know that we're supposed to work out, eat healthy, I mean, yeah, eat right and then get enough rest. But sometimes we kind of forget about that social engagement aspect that we need outside of the home. So having a good time, we need that as well. So I do try to stay true to those things um, to keep my mental health stabilized. And one thing I also do want to stress, like with me seeing so many clients every week and they're constantly dumping, they're dumping their problems out on me every day just dumping and you know i'm giving out so much my virtue is leaving with me being able to to you know give them the information that they need to be able to heal and grow hmm. what about me right so i do have to make sure my mind is stabilized i do have a local pastor that's also a counselor and she imparts it to me just like i impart into others so that is a, a major part of, of maintaining mentally um another thing i have a schedule Okay. I am a stickler about my schedule. And when I tell you, I try to suck my day dry every minute, every second. <laughs> Sound, like I, Sound like that. Sound like I'm with you. <laughs> it's a counter for it. And no, I don't have a family yet. I do plan on having one eventually, but no, I don't have a family yet. And I know when I do uh, have an actual family, um, you know, my time will slow down a little more. And then I do want to address the book tour because I forgot yeah, to address that. Um, so we are doing the Better Together book tour. Our first location was here locally in Montgomery, Alabama on this past Saturday. And it was amazing. We will be going to December of 2023. So we have a lot of dates, a lot of cities. To get to it, I cannot even remember them all. We have Enterprise, Alabama. We have Washington, D.C. We have Louisiana, Stark, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia. Like, we just have so many. Um, but if anybody wants to keep up with it, they can follow me on social media pages to be able to keep up with it. But it is the Better Together Book Tour. Man. Listen, we, we we appreciate you rocking with us today, Ashley. We thank you for just being an inspiration. We definitely want to just continue to encourage you to do what God has called you to do. It's definitely uh, much needed. We need more positive uh, mm -hmm. people out here, not only, you know, with good content within book, but just, you know, just your whole spirit in itself is just really, really encouraging. And I just know you're being a blessing to all the families that you're, you're able to touch. So just continue to do what you do, sis. Listen, can you tell the people how they can follow you on all your social media platforms? Uh, yes, so you can follow me on Ashley Monique, and that's A-S-H-L-E-Y-M-O-N-I-Q-U-U-E on Instagram. I am beautifully favored Ashley Monique 
on Facebook. I also have another page, Ashley Monique Robinson, on Facebook. If you want to reach out to me through email, it's info at the T H E Ashley Monique.com. And of course, my website is the Ashley Monique.com. Awesome. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been nothing but a blessing and definitely an honor um, to have you on here. The Fix, Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Um, yes, you guys go follow the Ashley Monique on all of her social media platforms. And Ash, anytime you have something new that you're doing, let's c- just come back on, let us know because we love the exclusives, you know. When your boo come, we want to put bring bring them on here. Like we want all the we want all the exclusives, like right here, right here on the fix. But listen, uh, Godspeed and God bless you and, and everything that you're getting to do in this season. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. You're tuned back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop and R and B right here on Sirius XM. Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, checking back in. Listen, on this Tiptoe Tuesday, it's time for our Real Talk conversation. And uh, Dice, what are we talking about today? Yeah, we're talking about awareness. You know, some people say it's called reading the room. Uh, All these little sayings, knowing your audience, you know. Um, I think that as a people, we can often become very selfish, and self-centered and we are uh, you know we're trying to self-satisfy all the time and so any opportunities or rooms half of the time that we walk in to we are focused on just the thing we're trying to get and one of the things I've learned throughout this journey in Christianity focus has been um, you know is the same Either God's preparing the blessing for you or he's he's uh, preparing you for the blessing. So it's like, you know, just because you're in a situation where something isn't happening or something isn't moving, like there's always something else in the situation, especially if it deals with another person, you know, like. Yeah, maybe it's you're at, you're in a new city, you're in a new um, job, you're at a new church, you know, it's not you're not just there for you. There's something else that God wants to do. You know, maybe you have something to offer that particular location. And it's not the reason why you initially went there, like a gas station meetup. I, I know you probably had a thousand of these connects, folks, where you're like waiting in a line, but you just like, okay, I'm not going to be frustrated. I'm just going to be patient, you know, and then you meet the person in front of you and they're like, oh, yeah, I go to that church or I went to that school, you know, because you saw something on their shirt. And now you got a whole conversation. You met a whole new friend that blesses you in a whole different way. So, I think we had a conversation about meditation. And to me, this reminds me of our meditation talk that we had, like using awareness as a skill set to really see what God has for you in life. I think just just being aware of your surroundings, what's around, who's around you, you know, how you're showing up when when, you know, what I'm saying when other people are in the room. Uh, I know a lot of managers who train their leaders. They often teach them about this topic of being aware. Like maybe as a manager, you can have a certain type of conversation amongst management. But when it's time to go lead your team or teach at church, you know, you can't use words that are that'll maybe go over uh, above a certain you know person's head. So it's like just knowing your knowing, knowing your audience. And knowing what you're dealing with. So I'm just curious, Focus, do you have any examples of where you're like, there was something you really wanted to go into and then you just kind of look and you're like, this is not the time. Absolutely. So it's funny you say that because I think God has graced me with um, 
I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but I I, I kind of have a my spirit always kind of senses when I should say something, especially mm-hmm. when uh, I, I use an example with my wife. When me and my wife are talking, um, sometimes um, she just wants me to be a heart with ears, and mm-hmm. I can sense that. I can sense that she just she's not really looking for me to solve it because, of course, me as a husband, I'm always looking to kind of like, all right, if she presents me with something. I need to solve it. Like that's what she depends on me for. But mm. sometimes it's not that she wants to solve the problem or the issue solved. She just kind of wants to vent about it. So yes, I agree. Sometimes you have to, and I think this comes to your point, tapping into your prayer life and your meditation life and making mm. sure you hear from God mm-hmm. so that the Holy Spirit can say, nope, not right now. Don't mm-hmm. say nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, revisit it, you know, next time. A- especially we-, we do it all the time with family members. Come on. Um, you brought up some examples of just family. Mm. Uh, and just friends sometimes you know if it's going to escalate whether it's going to go well or not right so if it's because uh, because majority of the times when you talk about when you should be silent and recognize um that this is not going to go the way there is usually something uh some type of disagreement mm-hmm. um some type of heated conversation that you might want to have but mm-hmm. maybe this is not the right time to have it so yes you do have to be careful with that because i have seen relationships like torn apart because of it Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, sometimes we can be too prideful to say what we want to say instead of letting God use us and, and, and allow for God to be God. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes I think we, we operate in that, that order of, okay, no, this person needs to hear what I need to say. I need to get this off my chest. So I feel better. Okay. That's cool. You feel better about it, but how does that person feel about it? No, seriously. Like that's, that's a good that's one. Real. No, that's a good one. And people always say, I'm just being real. It's like, you know, that's just me. I'm just being real. And it's like, what kind of blessing comes out of that? Because mm-hmm. now, not only did you shut the other person down who might actually had something good to say or some good feedback, or maybe they actually were open to even c- conversing with you, you know, like, and you just waited for your opportunity to voice your opinion. You didn't hear anything they said because you assumed you knew what they were going to say. And people recognize that. Like, if I'm like, hey, you know, Focus, I was driving your car and I got a flat tire, um, you know, but this is what, but if you interrupt me, then you didn't even get to hear, you know, the rest of the story. Like, oh, I can't believe you got a you know, flat my tire. You know what I'm saying? Ah, that's why I don't let people borrow my car because, you know, you can't trust nobody and oh, you ain't making a payment. Now my insurance is going to skyrocket. And then you just go into this thing and not even understanding that I, I, I might have said, well, there was a... Uh, a, a Lamborghini that hit me. It sideswiped me while I was turning out of the gas station. I have all the insurance information and they are going to pay off your vehicle because it happened to be uh, a Will Smith, you know, and he don't want no drama. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you never know. You might not even get to hear the rest of the story. And now you've already created this weird space between the relationship where it's like, people know, oh, you're not going to listen to me at all. You're not even going to let me talk, you know? Even if I'm wrong, just let me let me say what I need to say. You know, let me get it out. Then you can say what you need to say. But I think being aware and reading the room, I think these things change relationships and even some business deals. Like, just hear, hear folk all the way out. See what they got to say, because they might have a good idea. It might be something really good. But if you're just running in there, like, I'm just going to say what I got to say just so I can get out of there because I got something else I got to do. OK, you probably blocking blessings every single day. Probably. So- yeah, I agree. Uh, you you brought up some great <laughs> points, but I gotta go here because you you threw go it ahead. out there, go and ahead. I, I want to know if uh, Will Smith. Listen, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I want. Okay. I wonder if Will Smith was uh, having a moment to where he had to wait 
to uh, apologize. Everybody knows. Everybody's heard the apology by now. Yeah, he I just got over the weekend. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Do you uh, think he was waiting to uh, maybe make this relationship, you know, since somewhat uh, cordial and better? Like, like be you know, a- go no, ahead and reconcile it a little bit. This is going to sound petty of me, but there is this saying uh, that the whole woke universe uses all the time now. And it says, keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. So in the same way, you thought you was about to roll up on me because you you had a problem at the moment. And then you were physically going to assault me with all that energy, all these cameras, all that moment. I would like for you to create that moment or wait till that moment comes up again. And I want you to have the same type of energy. And I want an apology on the level that you wrote up on me and totally shut everybody's moment down. I want you to apologize to me that way because what you did was way bigger. And I know he didn't mean to do it. Yes, he apologized. I, I didn't really know how to feel about the apology. I love Will Smith. But at this point, I kind of was like, what are, what are we doing? Like you called him. He ain't called you back because he don't want to talk to you because you it was bigger than what you did you know and i get it people just got to do this i don't like how superstars just have to show up and act like they care or at least show that they're making some strides but i think i don't know i just think chris deserves more than a video talk you know a calm video talk you know like i just i don't know i would have i would have respected a a, okay let's see this three months ago I would have respected if he had 90 days of him driving to Chris's house with, you know, 10 limos full of 12 dozen roses knocking on the door with apologies written across the limousines. I am so sorry, Chris. And he did that for 90 days and then show me that video clip. Then I'd feel like that's just that's how my brain goes. It's like it was it was a huge thing that the man did not to get off the point. But guess who did not read the room correctly on that night? Will Smith room was he was in his feelings. And that's what I'm saying. This could mess up your whole career. We know his career is trash after this. We already know. Like, I ain't, I'm not speaking it on. I'm saying it's it's real. People do not feel the same way. Yes, you may get to do a little bit more work, but you are on your way to be Denzel. You are on your way to be Sidney Portier. You are on your way to be this thing that is just shiny and pretty. Not saying he's perfect. I'm just saying it's changed now. All because you did not read the room where people are getting awards. Quest Love. Like, like the movies. Um uh, tennis players. Uh, what's her name? Serena Williams. Yeah, you just yeah, you just had the you just had the acting uh, debut of your life, and you didn't read that this is never going to happen again. These people in this room never going to happen again. This moment never going to happen again. I need to put all of my feelings aside, regardless if my wife is upset, regardless if Chris just did exactly what I asked him not to do. I'm not missing my moment. Focus. I, I say it to you all the time. I don't, I'm getting all my blessings. I'm getting all my blessings. We can deal with that later. We can deal with the emotions later. But you're not about to block me. You're not about to block me for my moment. That's why it is important to say, I got on the tux. Like, what, what are we doing? Like, I don't know if you got on a tux. You definitely had on a suit. But it's like, everybody is here for honorable reasons. And I did the most dishonorable thing I could have done. So. <clears throat> no, that's good. But you, but you brought up something. I think Jada Pickett Smith uh, has some accountability in this too as well, because to your point, you know, this is a historic moment. There were a lot of uh, black people who won um, Mm -hmm. a black, uh, just every successful black uh, actors and everybody Mm -hmm. were in the building. Mm -hmm. I think Samuel Mm -hmm. Jackson won one that night. I think Spike Lee won one. 
Denzel's there, Tyler Perry. So you're talking about the best of the best are here. Mm-hmm. You took all the shine. Yeah. I think Jada Pickett Smith has to be held accountable too as well, which we have held her accountable. But even her, when you talk about know when to have that conversation, mm-hmm. if you felt like Chris Rock disrespected you, mm-hmm. you already know you can look at your husband a certain way mm-hmm. and you like you gonna take care of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. did she have to look at him that way? Cause cause to, to your point, everybody was laughing. And mm-hmm. then Jada made a little look at Will, like, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you going to mm-hmm. let him disrespect me like that? You, yeah. you can clearly tell, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in reading the room, and I, I, I'll give her this one, too. I, she, I, she's little, but I'm pretty sure she's athletic. She could have got up and got between them. Now, there are a few things you could have done. Uh, there are a few things some people could do, but I just think nobody was expecting it. But more or less for him, and this is the same thing, because I've been in rooms before focusing. I missed my moment. I mean, I've been in studios before and missed my moment. Like I've been where, God, I could have signed deals and I just missed my moment, you know, just not being aware of the opportunities that were in the room. And here's the thing, not just the opportunities, but more or less just the people. Like every time you run up on somebody or or you're in a room with other people they have some something has happened in their life they can share with you that will bless you it don't matter who it is what they look like i mean from the richest of the rich to the homeless of the homeless it's, they have an experience that could change your life that could bless your soul like a, a nugget of advice that can literally just boom zoom you to the moon and when you're always somewhere with your own personal agenda, just wanting to be heard, it's all about you in and out, quick, fast. I'm on my own time and you're not allowing the Lord to work, you know, and you're not being aware and just pausing and really hearing like, Lord, what do you want me to say in this moment? Like, what do you want me to hear? What do you want me to take away from this opportunity right now? You know, you're missing it. You're missing it. Like, just seriously. So I don't know. It was just on my heart this week to just share we definitely could become more aware of our opportunities. I mean, there's like when we're in these different spaces of like, hey, this this might not just be I'm here to present. It might not just be I'm here to DJ. I'm not just here to sing. I'm not just here to, you know, babysit. It might be that God has me here for a totally different reason. But I need to not be distracted 24-7 with my face and my phone, ignoring everything that's going on right now because I might really be missing it. Because God blesses people through people. I say it all the time. You're blessing. Somebody else got your money. Somebody got your check. Somebody got your next house. Somebody got your next deal. Somebody got your next car. Somebody has the has it in their hand and in, the, in their power. So if you know that the Lord works through people, you need to be paying attention to other people and what's really going on. Listen, DJ Focus Dice Gamble, we're talking about, you know, being aware uh the time yeah. and the place of when to, when to, when to let God use you. <laughs> let him use or, you. Or, 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 or when to let your pride or your flesh die. Let it go. Let that let it go. right. Let it go. So we gotta go to music break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. You tune back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop and RB, right here on Sirius XM, Channel One. Fifty-four Holy mm-hmm. Culture Radio, mm-hmm. Tito Tuesday, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Great conversation, Dice. Uh, we talking today on just, you know, being aware of when and when not to say something. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to, you know, something that may hurt somebody, something mm-hmm. that maybe is not the right time for somebody mm-hmm. to receive it. It mm-hmm. might be something that that person might need to hear. That's real. Yeah. But yeah. are they going to receive it now? And is it at the best benefit for you to give this advice or give these suggestions right now? Because um, it might escalate into something, mm-hmm. you know totally sideways listen we talked a little bit about just we, we dove a little bit into our, our last talk break about the importance of making sure that we're careful of when 
we uh, bring up comments. I think we need to talk a little bit more about it. We'll, we'll, we'll dive into it a little bit more personal. I think a lot of people, this will resonate with them when you talk about relationship wise and specifically marriage, marriage relationships or, you know, if you're courting and yeah. understanding and growing with each other. I know something. <laughs> that helped bless my life is just understanding the communication piece mm. and how the, the, the whole dynamics of communication is, is really awkward within a relationship. I'm just being honest. Cause when it's, when it's new, it's mm. fresh. You're trying to learn that person. One, you're trying to make sure they ain't lying to you. Let's be very clear. Cause you know, you, you, you got to kind of hear things a few times and be like, all right, mm-hmm. you, you build the trust up. Let's be real. That's those are one of the two of the things that you kind of look for off the top. All right. I, I, if I want to, unveil myself and get naked in front of this person with all of my baggage that I bring. Mm-hmm. I gotta make sure I trust this person. I gotta make sure this person is not gonna every time we have a conversation bring this up or you, you know, 10 years ago, Johnny, you did this or mm-hmm. 13 years ago, uh, Keisha, you did this. And, you know, you have to be very careful with that. So you have to make sure when you say certain things that it's at a timely matter. I think that's that's a great way of putting it. That's the that's the that's the kingdom way of putting it. I, I got a couple of other things I want to say, but I'm gonna I'm let I'm let you speak for a bit, and then I will come back to it. <laughs> no, I mean I already know. I already know what you're trying to low key. Definitely in relationships, and women know this. Like we are the queens of the shutdown. We we we. It's an art, and I'm just be honest with you. It starts when the child is like two. It's just it's something about the sass of a woman. It's cute up until a certain extent, you know, until it's being used against you. And so women, you know, we, like we know how to turn it on, turn it off. We we know how to not listen. I mean, we know how to not listen and keep talking and keep over talking you like it's just a gift i'm not saying it came from the lord i'm just saying it's a, it's just the bible's very clear like you it be you it rather it's better for you to be what up uh, on top of the roof in a corner than to be arguing with a woman because we just that's our thing man we're really good at it but it causes a lot of division in a in a relationship when you when you're with someone who uses that that skill against you because they know your triggers they know as soon as they say one word or they bring up something that happened in the past, they already know they got you. And then you are all the way thrown off. Like, throw you up, absolutely off. Yeah. Jada, Jada, Jada. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's (laughs) one of the things, and I had to learn this, you know, about 15 years in of of me and my husband. Yeah, I think we're 13 years married for sure. But I had to learn to listen to him. And I don't like to listen. I mean, I don't like to listen, not because I don't like listening to other people. It's just as a creative, my mind is going like 24 hours a day. So if I hear the washer, I'm making a beat to the the way the washer spins, like because I'm an artist. So it's just kind of hard to just be still and say, what do you need, honey? You know, like and really hear him say, I need you to stop spending so much money on this account. You know, I need you to, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's hard. So um, I think. I have I've, I'm 100% sure I've missed a lot of opportunities to connect earlier uh, with with my husband concerning a situation because I refuse to listen. I, I just wanted to paint my picture, give him my perspective. This is what I'm doing. This is what I do. This is how I do it. I'm always doing this. And I, 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 I feel this way. I, I, I. And I, you know, and it took me and I'm not good at it now, but I'm way better at it than I used to be. Now I, I listen. I'll be like, let's talk. I say, let's plan a time to talk. Are you available at two thirty? You know, is this a steak boulder or a tombstone for you? Like, is this something small or is this something where this is the line? Like, you need to see me uh, downstairs in the man cave at two thirty. Bring your notebook and your laptop because 
this is a real situation. So I've had to learn my relationship, like when he means something and when he don't. But the only way I learned that was to shut up and just listen and say, okay, what did he say he needed? You know, all right, he needs dinner. Like I got a blessed life. Trust me, folks, you know, I ain't too much I got to do. Something that I have to do, but you know what I'm saying? Like from a home perspective as a woman, I got a lot of freedom as a wife. But he like, hey, can you just, you know, I'll be hungry and I don't cook. Can you just make that happen? You know, like I'm not a cooker. I can grill, but I'm not like a chef. So I had to say, all right, my hubby only really asked that there's food on the table. is I can at least do that, you know? So, but really hearing him say that, changed you know the honor the honor system thing there but anyway same thing with him listening to me like if I'm always talking it's hard for a man to listen like if you just hear the same eventually it sounds like uh what's the little cartoon Snoopy Charlie Brown like if you just are always running your mouth people start to tune you out and you could be saying some great things, but because you are unaware that they are a audible learner or a listener and you just like you can over talk people and miss your moments. So I'm trying to think, oh, one of my big moments that I missed and I'll share this with you is a long time ago. I had some friends of mine take me to um, a studio in Atlanta and they were trying to introduce me to this really big engineer. I went to a really, really nice studio and I'm just thinking I'm along for the ride. You know, I do a little music here and there. And my homeboys, they were like, okay, when we get in here, you you know, you need to go ahead and, you know, do what you do. And I'm like, okay. So I'm just waiting for like this invitation of, okay, here's a microphone dice, you know, and here's the boot. I'm waiting for somebody to hand me just anything that tells me it's my moment to do what I do. But what I missed, like we, we stayed in this studio, really nice studio too popular famous producer i ain't mentioning no names we stayed in this room for about 30 minutes just chatting it up and then finally me and my homeboys uh, we ended up leaving you know they were like hey let's go ahead and get out of here when we got in the car they were like why didn't you rap for him you know what i'm saying i think it was like rodney jerkins or somebody at the time and i'm like what it was like you just didn't go in you know what i'm saying like what you be doing at the house like that's why that's how we got in there like we were like we were bring you you know like he's working on such and such's project and and you know like as soon as we walked in there we introduced you and what you did and that was your time to introduce yourself and and they and they said this to me they said oh you're not hungry enough mm. oh you're not hungry enough you didn't realize where you were mm. yeah i didn't i didn't realize where i was at dallas austin studio and i think it might have really been ronnie jerkins and uh, i met um monica on the way in in the lobby she was in the lobby and never forget that and chili was after past the kitchen and it but i'm just like not paying attention mm. it's, it's atlanta you know but yeah so just being aware and not missing your moment um it's it's important i mean i think that moment would have changed my life in so many ways if i would have just really figured out what was going on around me but <clears throat> anyway just trying to uh, no that's to, good yeah, i think yeah. that's good <laughs> Uh, like you say, just knowing and having that awareness, you know, I think we have uh, to have this too as well. And I'm going I'm to jump ship a little bit Uh-oh. in knowing when to effective, uh, effectively evangelize. Oh, goodness. I think sometimes. No, seriously, I think especially like when you talk about in the workplace and, you know, you have to be sometimes strategic on how you share your faith with certain people because, you know, everybody's not a believer like you are or 
maybe you you know you you you're in conversations with atheists or people who believe other faiths, Muslim, Jehovah Witness, whatever it may be. Mm. And even in that, you have to be aware. Like, okay, should I? God should. And, and I always pray. It's funny you say because I go to a barbershop mm-hmm. when I go get my my locks and everything done, my cut. Mm-hmm. I have all walks of faith that are in this barbershop, and I promise you, I I, I think God has a sense of humor. It's like every time my appointment comes, it's three like three of the same people. It's like we got the appointment, <laughs> and, and let me tell you something, Dice. You know, you, you know our schedule. Yeah. I don't have the appointment like the first day, of, the first Friday of the month. Every, uh-uh. I'm not on that schedule. Let's be it's very a clear. random appointment. <laughs> it, it's super random. It might be a Wednesday this week. Next time it might be a Saturday. Mm. Next time it might be a Tuesday. And I promise you, every single time. It's at least two or three of those guys that I have these same conversations with mm-hmm. all the time in the barbershop. And they're getting cussed just like me. It's not like they're just hanging out and just talking all day. They're there. But God always gives me the wisdom and discernment to, one, sometimes I just hear them. Listen, I, I, I love it. I mean, I think you're right. There is a time where you should, or not, not where you should, but. If, if you're quiet enough and if you're tapped in enough and you're really being led and you're just trying to listen, like listen, not just uh, to the, all the audible voices around you, but really hear God kind of, you know, pushing you like these are life changing moments. I remember we were um, I was part of a leadership team at a church in Lexington and uh, the lead singer was coughing and was a whole mess before we were walking out. And, and uh, at this time, we hadn't prayed. We were in the green room. And typically, we usually pray before we go out. But the actual lead singer at the time, he was one who really led prayer. And we got our mic packs on, everything. You know, like literally on the countdown, we probably had like 15 seconds um, when I had had this conversation um, with my brother. And I said, hey, man, uh, you sound kind of you know uh, I said man I'm gonna pray for you and he said okay let's pray now like you know it was the Christianese in me that said oh I'm gonna pray for you you know I wasn't intending for him to stop dead in his tracks and say okay like I've been waiting I needed somebody to pray for like I'm going out here to lead but nobody has been like man you sound you know, you really probably could use some prayer. Like maybe we want to lay a little bit of hands, you know, and like really let's power up before we head on out. And I appreciated him calling me at the drop of a dime, regardless of the whole uh, sanctuary's full. We going live. Everybody's mic'd up. You hear the intro to the song. No, let's pray. Like you recognize I'm struggling. I need prayer and I'm re- I want to receive. So it's like, let's do it now. But I would have missed a huge opportunity for God to show me as a Christian, stop saying what you're going to do. Like, stop saying what you're going to do. Because, you know, by the time you walk through your whole day and you get home, you're going to forget about Sally, Jim or Joe, who I was saying, you need to go ahead and pray for them right now. You know, and so I appreciated um, my brother calling me on that. He didn't even know he was doing that, but it changed my whole life and how I receive and give prayer, you know, like to either strangers or people that I don't associate with that much, you know? So he helped me out a lot. And, um, I don't know. I was just, I was being aware in that particular room, like there is a need. And so anyways, it helped to build me and make me a better person, better Christian anyway. No, that's big. And that's, that's, that's huge. And your growth, your spiritual growth, but also, like I said, I, I still think it's communication growth and understanding people 
Mm-hmm. And something that God revealed to me and my wife, maybe, uh, I say maybe um, just nine years ago, maybe nine or 10 years ago, that being a heart with ears sometimes is bigger than making your point, getting your point across. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like just being that person who can hear somebody else talk. And even sometimes, like I say, um, I don't even agree with what the person is saying. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I, I've been in conversation like, okay, definitely, mm-hmm. you know. Listen, we were just in a conversation and shouts out to uh, Nikki Saunders. Uh, mm-hmm. That exclusive interview will drop this week too mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And that was refreshing for me, Dice. I, I thank you for, you, you've been helping me out a lot too as well with mm-hmm. the whole LGBTQ mm-hmm. Plus community mm-hmm. and understanding mm-hmm. we've been so dogmatic about just attacking attacking them and we don't believe that and we don't believe it we don't agree with it but mm-hmm. not hearing their perspective mm-hmm. not hearing being that hard with ears saying you know what even though I don't this I don't agree with what you're doing mm-hmm. and how you're approaching it I still want to understand your why Mm-hmm. Why do you do it? Because there has to be a reason why you do it. And why do you feel like, one, you have a relationship with God? Mm-hmm. And two, you know, you still feel like you still can do this right over here in this lane and be a part of this community. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you can't, but just the whole understanding of the process that that's where they are right now. That's mm-hmm. sometimes what I struggle with. But just being a heart with ears, that's what he's really been showing me. You know, all right, just, just mm-hmm. hear him out. Just hear him out. Mm-hmm. And Build the relationship. That's something else, yeah. too, as well. I was excited about building with Nikki. Absolutely. And uh, I pray that we continue to have more mm-hmm. conversations. And the more I talk with her, the more I can be more transparent, the more I can understand a little bit more of, mm-hmm. you know, everything that's going on and, and why she chooses this. Especially, listen, we know she has leaders that she talks mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. we know are biblically sound. Let's be very yeah. clear. Yeah. So that was another reason why I'm like, all right, I don't really want to, you know, go into a argument with her because I'm like, I know somebody is telling her, you know, this yeah. is this. Shouts out to you, Nikki. I, and I know that. Yeah. Listen, I gave y'all some gems right now. I wouldn't even supposed to give y'all that because yeah, we didn't yeah. have that interview yet. Yeah, but that's yeah. all right. It's okay, though. It's, it, it, but, it, but, it, but it's good. And it's kind of like when you do shut people down or or you are, are just putting your opinion out there, you're missing a chance to connect. Maybe with somebody who could be very instrumental in helping you get to the next level. I mean, it's important, that communication piece. It, it's super important. But yeah. Yep. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go pay some bills. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop and R&B, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Listen, it's uh, Tiptoe Tuesday. We've come to the end of another uh, hot show. You know, we appreciate y'all listening to us, rocking with us today. Definitely want to shout out our, our guest today, um, Ashley Monique, um, just super talented um, educator, um, forgive me, entrepreneur, mm. um, radio host, as well as she's an author. She got a lot going on, so definitely follow her on all her social media platforms. Definitely appreciate her sharing her heart and her faith journey. I thought she had a very unique uh, faith journey and just her understanding of you know all the av- all the places she's in, where she's connected at, and where God's using her right now. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. And listen, we, we threw that uh, relationship question out there. Dice, she got a little nervous. <laughs> Dice, she got a little nervous. Ashley, I thought you, you got a little nervous. As they all do. As they all do. I try to get them, though. Every time, like, if they come on here and they're not married, it's always good to just kind of see what they have going on. But, uh, no, nah, listen, she said when she's ready, when God sends whoever, she's she's down. So, you know, I was gonna put her on the little dating show. We need to go ahead and have our, our hookups on here one day where it's just like all the guys and all the girls that they're not I in would, a relationship. I would not be a part of that dice if you wanna do it. That's all I wanna I wanna host that show. That, that's fine. I will not be a part of that. 
They ain't gonna be uh, texting me in six weeks. I thought you said that. Da, da, da. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Mm. I feel like you got to find your own. Listen, mm. for, for my ladies out there, y'all need to stop. Y'all need to wait and submit to God and let the Boaz find you. <laughs> like, let them find you. Right. So you just work on making yourself, you know, everything you need to do, be a successful single, so you can receive your husband. For my for my men out there, is y'all are you guys praying? For your wife, mm. are you praying mm. that God leads you to the right wife that you will receive and that you will cherish? Are you working on your finances, men? Mm. Are you working on your credit? Are you working on establishing your career, your profession, so that way, once you walk into what God has called you to, and you find that good thing, you can take care of it. You can take care of the family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's some things that, you know, some of us, uh, who are single listening to our voice right now, be successful singles first. <clears throat> Should you doing the work you need to do? We all going to bring some form of baggage, but some of that stuff, you can clean it up before you meet your spouse. You know what I'm saying? Clean it up. Mm. Well, obviously <laughs> uh, we got to tie that into our awareness talk that we're having today. What are some ways that a, a man can be very aware that they're in a room with like a female and it, this is not the one? Well, I think. <laughs> So one, you should have some type of connection to this woman. So like, you know, when you approach her and you you start to have some type of conversation, okay, is, is, is she listening? You know, is there some type of dialogue? Is she giving you the rough shoulder? Like, you know, you should know, like, all right, I can continue to ask some questions. I can maybe ask her to go out to lunch, take her out to dinner. You know, you want to get some coffee. You want to go dancing. I don't know. What do you do? You know, so like, I think one, one, I think a lot of men are not approaching women. I, I hear a lot of women say this. It's a lot of single women out here who are waiting to be swooped up. But Jokers is on the sideline. Dice, I don't know. I come from a different era. Listen, we, we came from an era. We shoot our shot. Now, no, don't get it twisted. I ain't, I ain't no Denzel or nothing. But listen, if it was from my car across the room back in the day, when, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, I'm coming to you. Here I go. <laughs> right here. And it's okay. I ain't, I didn't get them all. But right. the one, it, it had to start with me at least approaching her saying, hey, you know what I'm right. saying? You know, you look nice and nice. You want to dance? You want to yeah. go do whatever? I don't know. Wherever we may have been. We might have been out just socializing. Yeah. Oh, my, I pull up and sit next to the girl I like. Absolutely. There you go. Listen to Hey, focus is dropping gems on y'all brothers today. Like, don't wait. I don't know what's wrong with you. I'll be honest with you. I ain't going to say all of them are scared. Some of them are arrogant, too. It's 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 been this role reversal thing in relationships I've been seeing two dice where Mm. the woman is more the alpha and more going after men and all that. You you brought up uh some a few months ago where the the woman was on her knee uh proposing for man. I said, Lord, I said, Lord, help me. Who that ain't from God? Who 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 started that? Who started that? (laughs) Somebody who was not aware that maybe the guy should approach me. You know, like it, it just. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think you, you need to read the room and definitely for any woman out there right now, if you've been with a guy for a while and he's not trying to lock on in, it ain't too much to talk about. Like this is, he don't, you know, I'm, I'm just keeping it a hundred. Like every interested man, like you just said, focus, like if he's interested, he's going to let you know, like you, you going to know, you will know. Like, and he's not going to do anything he don't want to do or say anything he don't want to say. If he, if he never asked you to marry him, he don't want to marry you. He just is not going to tell you that. He's trying not to tell you that. But if he wants to lock in, he's going to let you know in some way. Like, yeah, I don't want you to go nowhere. I don't want you to go nowhere. 
Uh, let me ask you a question. And I know we got off a topic now, but we're going to give our little two cents on this real quick. And, okay. and go, go. Okay. No, because I was just sitting here and I was thinking about the importance of, like you said, when you talk about uh, relationships and the courting process, working mm. your way into marriage. Mm-hmm. I know something that is very dear to men, most men hard. I ain't going to say everybody, but most men hard is, to be honest, you know, mm. if a woman has kept herself or if she hasn't kept herself, you know, the body count. Let's be yeah. very transparent. Yeah, body do count. You yep. guys, do you, do, do you, do you as a lady or do you sense or have you do ladies talk about is that important to know if a man has been with like 30 different women 20 women like does that uh is that like a cutoff like it is for men because for some men if you say you've been with too many bodies yeah okay yeah. I, I can't even really get what you does is that the same thing for women, do men, do nah, women do i don't think that? i don't even think women care i mean i, I think i think they know men are not going to be honest about it that our, our, our perception is we feel like you guys have always been pushed to have a lot of encounters with women because typically that's how it is in a household. It don't matter. Like growing up, you know, having brothers in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Our dad's going to say something different to them than he going to say to me and my sister. Like it's going to be very, it's, I mean, just every household typically has that. All right. A man's got to be a man. Not saying it's right. I'm just saying like guys are usually pushed to, you know have more experiences and women are usually pushed to keep your legs closed nope wait until you're married Mm-mm. like shut it down you ain't giving nothing away like we're not giving anything away so historically and i think community wise women men and women are raised different like i'm not saying it's right i'm just saying we know that but um i don't know about the body counts i think i think the relationships matter to me when i met my husband because I was like, I need to know who I am absolutely blocking on every piece of social media. I need to know who's not going to be at our wedding, who's not going to be in our lives. Because, you know, booty calls, them old chicks are to be the first ones you go back to if we're in a conflict. So I need to know who to look for. If we have a problem, then I know I'm going, I'm, I know exactly who I'm checking for. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to know your main relationships, I think, but I don't think women want to know all your little side pieces. We just want to know who did you feel like you were in love with and thought you would marry. Women want to know that. I think it's important to know too, because why not? Like, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like the fact that men don't want a girl that got been out here and got 20,000 bodies <laughs> buried somewhere. Like, it's like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> people can be delivered from their old lifestyle too i guess but it, i mean it matters though it matters no, no i agree no no so don't, don't get it twisted uh <laughs> absolutely if you've been delivered from it you've been but delivered I think from your old life it's, it's a it's a it's a you know in the courting process i hear it all the time from men it's a turn off you know and unfortunately you're right because we shouldn't we shouldn't judge to that level, but it's yeah. a real reality. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I hear from, I hear from a lot of guys. They're like, they don't want a lot of women that have five baby daddies. They're like, no. And it's not that. Now at this point, it's not even that she's slept with too many people. It's just I don't want to deal with the drama. And this is a good thing we can tie into awareness. Like when you're meeting someone and you're talking about that courting process, if you run up on somebody who don't, doesn't want to have children. I need to think if I really want to keep courting you. If you run up to somebody who's like, I don't feel like you got to be married to be with somebody. I don't know if we're going to keep on dating. You know, like once somebody makes you aware of like, say you don't do drugs, but you meet somebody you really like. And they're like, well, on the weekends, I do blah, blah, blah. Like once they make you aware, you get to make a conscious choice or decision and say, wow, they've already shared with me what they're into. And it doesn't really line up with my life goals or, or my faith. So 
yeah, now I need to, I need to believe them, you know, as the saying goes, when somebody tells you what it is, believe them, you know, like they're telling you they like to drink all weekend and you know, you don't like anybody that drinks. You don't want to be with anybody that drinks. You get to make a choice. They've right. made you, they've made you aware. This is what I'm into. I'm not changing. Are listen, you right now? Yeah. Listen, we, 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 we listen, that's going to be the real talk topic tomorrow. Test drive. We're we doing that tomorrow, Dice, on Wednesday. So, yeah, y'all want to tap in this conversation. We're going to pick this one up oh, on Wednesday. Lord. We're going to call it Test Drive. You know what I'm saying? We're going we're gonna to call it Test, test Drive. drive. No, no, we're we going to call it the Test Drive. Uh, does anybody Ooh. keep themselves until they get married uh, anymore? Or are we all Test driving? you know, in relationships. And I know, you know, like, you speak to some of that because you shared a little bit of your story uh, when you first met your husband and how yeah, you got... Yeah, wouldn't you know. test drive. No, no. Right, no, no, I'm just saying, but no, but let's, we can, let's we can talk real. about it tomorrow. I mean, no. I mean, it, I mean, I think you don't... Save it for tomorrow. Listen. Yeah, we can save it for tomorrow. Come rocking with us again today <laughs> on another hot show. Definitely, once again, shouts out to Ashley Monique. Go follow yeah. her on all her social media at, yeah. uh, outlets. She is a motivational speaker. She's also a mental health mental health clinician um she's she has a, a gang of books she's written radio personality super dope thanks again for that uh exclusive interview sis listen we appreciate y'all listening to us again uh talk with our real talk topic on awareness tap in tomorrow on wisdom wednesday same time same place 6 a.m wake up with the fig squad listen yeah. remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive jesus is the answer kingdom advancement is always the goal the fix is in we out peace y'all